Well, welcome to another podcast here at Crossroads Community Church. I've got Scott Sims with me. Brother, great to have you. It's good to be here. Good to be here. And you know what? I'm going to just do this just because just the fact is I have enjoyed having old friends back with us in the house. And folks, I just wanted you to know, I, I, we've got Jackie in the room. She doesn't have to say a thing. I just, I'm, I appreciate both of you so much. So thanks for being willing to come on in and just be a part of, of us. And um, the family is the family. And uh, the family of God extends so far and so wide. And it's just so awesome to be able to have family come in and to be a part of us, and you've accepted that, and you've been speaking to us, and uh, on the cycle of grace, that happens to be this series, but um, thanks for also joining in with this podcast. It's been so fun. It has. It really has been a lot of Enjoyed fun. Enjoyed doing it. Had a lot of great responses continually, and um, uh, because it, midweek it really does push into people's life a reminder of replugging and saying, okay, yeah, this is this is what I get to re- be reminded about what was talked about on Sunday. So, good stuff. So again, thank you. Well, before we get started, how about we pray over this podcast and uh, just give it to God? Yeah. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for what you're doing in Crossroads and in this community and abroad throughout uh, the state of Indiana and Illinois and Ohio and all across this nation and in this world. You you have purposed your children to do uh, many great things in your name. So I pray, Father, as we speak today about that fruit that is in our lives from that grace that you have given to us, lavished upon us, that we will be able to uh, key in uh, according to your plan to let those that are listening to hear exactly what they need to hear for their lives. Thank you, Lord, and I pray, Holy Spirit, you just... Uh, pour right across this podcast. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, Scott, I think a great way to maybe start this podcast off is to just kind of refresh all the other steps and then we'll go right into um, kind of refreshing what happened on Sunday. Yeah. Okay, Cycle of Grace. We started a few weeks ago uh, and it uh, commenced with uh, declaration of the Father upon His Son of his love and his pleasure occurred at the baptism reoccurred at the uh, Mount of Transfiguration but it was coming up from that experience and the father communicated you are my beloved son and you I am well pleased Mm -hmm. and then we make that parallel into our own lives and how vitally important it is that uh, our relationship with him is based on that same sort of awareness statements of who he says we are Mm -hmm. what he has done to provide us that place in relationship with him so it starts out with that place of acceptance it's it's an infusion of grace right. it's god's initiative and then the next step is our opportunity to respond to that initiative it, it requires something of us mm-hmm. and we begin to then respond to that acceptance desiring to develop that relationship and sustenance so we begin to practice certain habits spiritual disciplines in order to position us to take that relationship on into other places that the Father awaits us to encounter Him. 
He's not likely to force that on us. Occasionally, he'll make some sort of a move into our lives, but often he waits for us to pursue him. Mm -hmm. And that's the second tier. Jesus did that as he would disengage from public life Mm -hmm. and ministry life, and he would get away to uninhabited places to pray. We see him practicing any number of disciplines. So effective for him in in, uh, intimacy with the Father, same applies to us. If we will choose to respond in obedience to that place of acceptance, then our relationship is just is going to go to uh, levels, to depths uh, that we'll we'll never come to an end to because Mm -hmm. our God is just unfathomable. We'll just continue to encounter Him in ways that we have not yet and explore the mysteries and wonders of our God. What happened then um, a week ago, this uh, message was as we begin to see that, well, that grace is not just going to remain between, you know, that little circle of fellowship between God and us, right. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and us. It's God's got another initiative, and that's an investment of ministry potential with with us we talked about uh, how we were god's masterpiece right and that god had prepared a course of good works for us beforehand that we would walk in them mm-hmm. each of those opportunities being unique and specially designed in and invested in every one of us right. again that's god's initiative it's there and it begins to the the grace that we're developing in our relationship with him begins to want to get out and um, and then that leads us to what we talked about this week, mm-hmm. which was um, the whole concept of fruitfulness. Right, sure. You, you prayed it a little bit ago. The, the, the core essence of this notion is that as followers of Jesus, we want Him to use us. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? He wants to. <laughs> Amen. The significance says, I've designed you especially so that I can use you, that I can bear fruit mm-hmm. through your life, that I can use you in what I'm unfolding in this kingdom of mine out here in the here and now. It's going to touch people's lives. Yeah. You can't define it in advance. You can't control it or predetermine what it's going to look like. That was the gist of uh, Sunday's message was even in Jesus' life, it was some unusual ways that it cropped right. up and in right. people that we wouldn't have expected necessarily, but there it was time after time. <laughs> we just take that principle and apply it to our lives. We make ourselves available and that giftedness that he placed within us and then just expect faith, expect the fruit to be there. Right. You know, right and and it's gonna be amen i i think that it is uh, this fruit that um each of us i like the way that you had said it in in um on sunday that you said how it you can't box it it doesn't you you just made reference to this a little while or just then where you said it it will look differently in different times you might not feel like you produced any fruit that day, but if you've been plugged in, and we talked about that uh, on Sunday, the fact that you said if you stay connected, 
So mm-hmm. in John 15, John chapter 15, uh, I'm the, the vine, you are the branches. Stay connected to me. Mm-hmm. And because we stay connected, he's able to then continue to bear that fruit as we go through our days. Today, uh, we find that might look different today than it did yesterday. And in fact, I think at times in my own life, I, I go back to examples where, thankfully, I've stayed connected to the Father. And I didn't feel like I bore much fruit that one day. In fact, I feel like sometimes I failed. And then I just say, Father, I surrender today to you. I don't know. didn't feel on my A game. I didn't feel all whatever, but it's yours. Mm-hmm. And then later on, could be the next day, could be a week later or whatever, somebody would say, you know, this that you did for me on this day. Or you might not know this, mm-hmm. but you really spoke into my life. Or you did these things. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Mm-hmm. But it was the Father that, that because of our obedience, because of our connectedness, that fruit comes out of us. Yeah. Sometimes it's just like an abundance, right? And you're like, ooh, that is wonderful. Mm-hmm. And some other times you kind of wonder if it got shriveled up and just faded away. Yeah. But God uses prunes too. Sure. <laughs> well, the reality of it is he challenges us to abide in him. Sure. And the, the life flow for the branch yes. comes from the vine. The branch doesn't have to sit around saying, I got to make some fruit, I got to make some fruit, I got to make some fruit. <laughs> right. He just stays connected to the vine. Yeah. And the vine will provide not only what it needs to produce fruit, but the timing uh, is there as well. Amen. And see, our concept tends to be, you know, uh, uh, visibility and, mm. and what I can see and what I can evaluate and what I can... Uh, yeah. No, Jesus knows what he's up to. As long as we're abiding in the vine, he'll produce. Right. He'll produce. One of the things that you said was, you know, as we looked at Jesus's life, you gave examples of how his fruit, uh, how, how that was instilled into others through miracles, through different things. And as we look into, um, and, and that's referencing to Sunday's sermon, uh, when you've made mention to those different places in Scripture. And we are, uh, we're not Jesus, but we are to reflect Him. Um, just in a way that kind of brings it down to the very basic form. Could we go ahead and look at... Um, uh, I think it's in First Corinthians, correct? Is that right? Or is it where it says the fruit of the Spirit. I'm, oh, I'm Galatians. Losing. Thank yeah. you. I'm sorry. Um, we Well, you know why I went to Corinthians? <laughs> I had my Bible open to Corinthians. <laughs> that plus Eddie's been speaking in Corinthians. Yeah. And so, but yes, where we could go to the those mm-hmm. um, as it... <clears throat> 522. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and read those yeah. and let's make reference to them. It's contrasting the works of the flesh or the deeds of the flesh with the fruit of the Spirit. And so at verse 522 of Galatians, fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Amen. 
Those so, are personal. Right. Those are personal manifestations of if, if the Spirit of God is within me and I'm, I am by faith assuming that He wants to bear fruit in me, those, those will begin to increasingly characterize my life mm-hmm. and are ways in which I can influence people around me, you know, um, to, to love people. Right. Um, when they don't give me any reason to love them. Right. To, right. to love the unlovable. To have joy when external circumstances would say, this is the most miserable experience you could possibly be in, and yet there is something deep within you that says, but God's got me. Right. You know, it's like you can have that deep party going on when, when there's no reason to be partying. Right. But you're good. Right. You know, uh, peace, patience. Um, you know, the, the old King James word, which is so apropos for patience, is long-suffering. Long-suffering. That's yeah. right. We don't yeah. do that very good. No. You know? No, not so good. So all of those things, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, all of those things are, are personal fruits of the Spirit that will cause me to impact people around, you know, around me in very ways, sometimes unseen. Right. For some reason, that commercial, I can't tell you what they were, what they were selling or anything else comes to mind where that, that guy, you know, there are these acts of kindness that just sort of one leads oh, to another yes. to another. Yeah. And nobody really knows where it started or how it happened, but one guy did a kind thing. And then the next guy in a situation passes it on, and it just keeps rolling, you know? Yeah. In, in a lot of ways, we're talking about um, paying it forward, right? In that sense of when, when we hear that um, as brothers in Christ and that, that have been reading, of course, Galatians, and we think about that being a daily thing, whether it that person takes that and pays it forward to the other person or or whatever but those act of kindness those acts where that fruit comes out of us mentioning the fact that it's a natural becomes such a natural thing we it's not so much of a thought process i mean it it is we we think it forward we can pre-think um as the holy spirit leads us but sometimes it's it doesn't have to be a thought. It's automatic. Well, as our mind is renewed, yes. Right. That's true. Those responses don't come from the flesh. That, now, exactly. Right. Unbelievers are, are capable of some kind acts, mm-hmm. um, but it'll it'll never become s- n- nature to them right. Right. in the absence of the Holy Spirit. Right. For us, the Holy Spirit is... He's constantly right there by faith, ready to produce that mm-hmm. as the characterization of our lives. Yeah. All we have to do is be willing to be filled with Him. Right. Sometimes when, we, when we're talking like this, um, my mind gets veered off. And I'm, I'm thinking, it's so, I'm so glad that you brought that back to the finer point. Because it did sound like I was speaking of everyone. And we were talking about the commercial. You're exactly right. Uh, there are kindness and people. And, yeah. And... Different we things just, that want to come out, but we don't need the motivation of someone doing something kind to yeah. us in order to pass that on. Mm-hmm. We can be this. We can be the start of the cycle every time because right. it's the Holy Spirit in us. Mm. 
who wants to produce fruit in our lives right. if if we just assume if we just assume that that's going to be there yeah uh, that's that's the faith is the assumptions evidence of things unseen there you, go. you know the substance of things hoped mm-hmm. for not hope as in will I you know will this happen or won't it hope in the sense of a confident expectation oh yeah the Holy Spirit intends to bear fruit in my life today in ways that I can't naturally explain. Yeah. You know, when I get treated poorly or uh, that I, I'm still able to respond gently. So you're saying, you know, when we're driving and road rage wants to yeah. take its ugly. Yeah. My pride wants to rear up and say, <laughs> idiot, Yes. what are you doing to me? As opposed to saying... You know, wow, that was, I wonder what's going on in that dude. Why is that dude in such a hurry that he's driving like that? That's right. He might be an idiot, but doesn't need me to call him one. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't need to continue the wrong kind of cycle that needs to go in a, in a place that, that uh, God can't use, or it's harder to come out of, you know, a lessened, uh, an appropriate lessened response. Oh, yeah. exactly. Sure. So... Our, our every day, getting up in the morning to our, our, our sleeping at night or our resting in the evening, um, it has so many different forms. Our family. Behind closed doors, that might be some of the toughest, but that's the best place to practice it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to be more real there than anywhere. Right. I mean, we're raw there. Mm-hmm. And so... Matter of fact, one might say... If it's not working there, yeah. it didn't work in any way. It's a facade other ways, right? Yeah. Uh, falseness. or a, Yeah. Um, you're just putting on. Mm-hmm. And then God really can't use it. You mentioned that, I think. To, well, he's working message, on us, not through that, us there at you that go. point. That's it, working on us. That's yeah. a good point. Um, you know, I, I, I bring up, um, I'll, I'll go ahead and bring up right now, uh, Eggerson, Egg, Emerson Egrich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. I was going to call him Eggerson. That's not right. Emerson Egrich, uh, who did the um, Love and Respect book. And and there at the end of that book, he talks about the reward cycle. He talks about how we are to love unto others as unto Christ. And so he's talking, of course, to couples. But then what he's referring to is relationships in our lives, whether it's our co-worker or um, our family members um, apart from our spouses. And he says, you know, and, and how he starts off that chapter, he starts off that cycle, he says, she or he may not deserve that love or that respect. And the excuse comes out of our mouth. Yeah, but he's such a bully or he's, he's so antagonistic or he's this and she's just nagging at me all this. And, and Jesus is on the shoulder of that other one as you're looking into that spouse uh, and he's like no 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 unto me love her unto me respect him unto me no no Steve I, I know no unto me mm-hmm. and that fact is is that as we we do that every time we do it beyond the person's um well, whether they deserve it or not, heaven, and this is where the reward cycle comes in, and then the video, he goes, cha-ching! Heaven says, 
Yes! Reward. And you're building those rewards in heaven as you love unto others through uh, unto Christ, right? Mm-hmm. So, man, this this these these great words. It's sometimes we we look in Galatians and we read those the fruits of the spirit, and you're like, my goodness, we have I haven't been very gentle mm-hmm. lately, or I've not been uh, patient with my children, or I've not been patient with a coworker, or uh, let alone kind, you know, or things of this nature. And then in verse 24, it comes right out and it says, Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature with its passions and desires. 25, since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Mm -hmm. 26, let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. I like 25, since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what brings this fruit, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's good stuff. Um, so as we think about the people that are listening right today, what is a, a, a key word that maybe we need to, to let them kind of uh, tie into their midweek as we've talked about the fruits of the Spirit, as we've talked about grace, as we've kind of wrapped the cycle up? Um, what are some things that, that maybe would be uh, even a finer point. I don't know if there's necessarily anything that's coming right up, but I thought, well, let's just go ahead and. Yes, one thought I I would I would draw a little attention to um, that there just was no time to get to on Sunday. Uh, necessarily is just how how unique this fruit is going to unfold in each of our lives. Mm. Uh, there, I was in First Corinthians twelve. Um, because I like this emphasis that he puts in, in uh, chapter 12. It's in the context of spiritual gifts, but it's talking about the diversity of the body. And he says, now there are varieties of gifts, the same Spirit. There are varieties of ministries and the same Lord. There are varieties of effects, but the same God who works all things in all persons. Hmm. If you, if you listen closely or if you want to go back and look later, there's Spirit, Lord, and God. So Father, Son, and Spirit all mm-hmm. there. And, but there's variety, variety, variety. Right. And sometimes some of the struggle we have in this realm of fruitfulness in our lives is we don't recognize what it is that the Spirit is producing in us mm-hmm. or through us. Mm-hmm. You know, we just don't recognize it because He delights in variety. We get, we get into a narrow little box about what fruit is going to look like or how we've seen it in the lives of others, and we assume that's the only way yeah, that He can do it in our lives. Sure. Look at His creation. How many... <clears throat> we, we, on our drive over on Sunday, all the different kinds of wildlife. I almost hit an otter. No, what? Yes, on the Come Anglin on. Road. Uh, an otter almost shot out in front of me, and we saw a skunk with a major white, white you know, we saw snow geese, and we saw all this, just in the course of an hour drive, just yeah. things that you don't normally see. Yeah. The beauty, beautiful variety. And yes. wait till, you know, spring comes. And the flowers start to pop. You, you know, you can just endless amounts of variety. God delights 
in uniqueness and variety. And so we should expect that exact same thing among the body of Christ. Um, We are guilty of of, um, establishing a pecking order of of, of the value of the fruit of of God's work of His manifestations, mm-hmm. and say, well, this is the really good stuff, and eh, you know, this isn't such a big deal. If it's the work of the Spirit, it is it is top shelf, Amen. every bit of it. We just need to be comfortable enough to relax and lean into. This is what God is producing in me and through me, yep. and it's delightful, you know, yep. because He celebrates. Variety, Amen. And we see that in, in his creation all over. Look at the different facial features. Yep. And yep. man, it's a good thing, you know, you don't look like me. One of me is enough, man, you know. And it, you know, I, uh, handsome man, Scott. <laughs> handsome man. The, I think the great thing about that, it really reminds me about the fact that uh, we talked a little bit last week. I made reference to this book. It's actually sitting on my desk today. Um you are special. Mm. Um, and I actually did a video, um, I don't know what they call it, video blog or, or a video podcast of, of me reading this. A and, vlog. And, yeah, a vlog. A vlog, <laughs> I believe that's what it is. Isn't it? Uh, a vlog <clears throat> of me reading this book, and hopefully I'll be able to get it condensed and compressed down into a, a size where I can sh- uh, share that with everybody, and maybe you can um, uh, read that to your children or ha- or let it, be seen to your children and and um, maybe hear the book at least. But in in here, uh, Eli, the the craftsman, has has uh, made all these wimmicks and they're um, it's just really really cool. How just like you were talking, it talks in here about how certain uh, wimmicks looked different and they were all different and they could all do different things and. The whole process about the book is is that um, the Wemmicks decided to give one another stars and dots. Mm-hmm. And as it goes on here, you know, as it says, uh, some of them could jump over tall boxes, and some could say big words, and and uh, can sing pretty songs, and and they were getting these stars, and and others could do very little, and they got dots. And as you walk through this, Punchinello is the is this poor Wemmick that was given all these dots and he it would go through here pro, the process of saying saying that sometimes he would fall accident and he'd get all scratched up and his wood wouldn't look so good and the wimmicks would come and give him dots and and then he got to a point where he just stayed inside mm-hmm. I don't want to go out and isolation yeah mm-hmm. possibility right yeah so then then it, he had so many gray dots he he didn't he sometimes wimmicks would come up to just give him a dot because he had dots on him. Well, he was going through the, all this process, and he's like, this is wrong. He met a gal. He met, met, a, met a female Wemmick. Her name was Lucia. Or Lucia. I can't remember exactly how you'd pronounce it, but she had nothing, no dots, no stars on her. And he asked, how do you do it? And that was when we talked a little bit about how she would go up and she would see Eli. And, and Punchinello then found out about Eli, it's just you got to go talk to him. It's it's great you should see him for yourself. And he says I just can't figure out how in the world nothing sticks to you. And so he goes up, sees Eli, and uh, as as Eli then is pressing into him the truth, 
he said, um, let me see if I can find it. I want to just read this part um, aside from the vlog. Okay. Eli stooped down and picked him up and set him on the bench. Hmm. The maker spoke thoughtfully, thoughtfully as he looked into the gray dots. Looks like you've been given some bad marks. I didn't mean to, Eli. I really tried hard. Oh, you don't have to defend yourself to me, child. I don't care what the other Wemmicks think. You don't? No, and you shouldn't either. You, who are they to give you stars or dots? They're Wemmicks, just like you. What they think doesn't matter, Punchinello. All that matters is what I think, and I think you are pretty special. Punchinello laughed. Me? Special? <laughs> Why? I can't walk fast. I can't jump. My paint is peeling. Why do I matter to you? Eli looked at Punchinello, put his hands on those small wooden shoulders, and spoke very slowly. Because you're mine. That's why you matter to me. Punchinello had never had anyone look at him like this, much less his maker. He didn't know what to say. Every day I've been hoping you'd come, Eli explained. I, and then Punchinello said, I came because I met someone who had no marks. Oh, I know. She told me about you. Why don't the stickers stay on her? The maker spoke softly. Because she decided that what I think is more important than what they think. The stickers only stick if you let them. What? The stickers only stick if they matter to you. The more you trust my love, the less you care about the stickers. I'm not sure I understand, he said. Eli smiled. Oh, you will but it will take some time. You've got a lot of marks. For now, just come and see me every day and let me remind you how much I care. Eli lifted Punchinello off the bench and set him on the ground. Remember, Eli said as the Wemmick walked out the door, you are special because I made you and I don't make mistakes. Punchinello didn't stop, but in his heart he thought, you know, I think he really means it. And when he thought this, a dot fell to the ground. Yeah. See that uh, we we don't focus on fruitfulness in order to be accepted. Yeah. Uh, fruitfulness flows from a place of acceptance. That's it. You know, that cycle of grace moves in a specific direction. We don't get acceptance because of fruitfulness. Yeah. It's it pre preempts it. Right. An awareness of the fact that Father loves us, He's designed us, He's invested in us, and it's our obedience to that initiative that He has taken that will see His fruit produced Amen. in and through us. Amen. It's such a good word. Appreciate the reminder, or even the 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 uh, the learning, the study on all of this, because. We need, in this day and age, to continue to be reminded of this cycle of grace. Mm -hmm. um, Thanks, Trevor Hudson. Amen. <laughs> God is, is doing a wonderful work in the lives of uh, the people here in Crossroads and across, um, well, even I mean, as, we've, as you've spoken to us and you've brought the word to us, these ears have heard, the hearts are responding. 
people responding to these podcasts, they're saying, that is a great word. These are things that I needed to be reminded of, or these are the things that I'm learning. And, um, and so, again, Scott, thank you for bringing them to us and uh, just helping us in this process of learning about God's grace, His love, His mercy in our lives. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, anything else before I have you pray? Um, this Sunday. See, it's, it's crossed my mind that uh, there may be some folks who have been engaged in, in these messages, this series up to this point, that say, you know, I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. I'm not experiencing this cycle of grace. None of these uh, stops along the way have have uh, been part of my experience. Uh, what am I missing? Mm. Well, Sunday's message is, is going to take a step back and address that. Okay. Because if, if, they've, if they've not addressed what we're going to talk about Sunday, then this cycle of grace is going to be foreign, mm. and it will not be operational. And so Sunday's message will potentially address uh, that gap that some people are experiencing. Great. Great. That's uh, thank you for being obedient to the to the spirit as he's led you that way. It's uh, good thinking. Good stuff. <laughs> well, brother, can you go ahead and pray yeah, for us? Let's pray. Okay. Lord, again, we're just thankful for the opportunity to have looked into your word and to uh, see what it is you intend to produce in us. Uh, Jesus, thank you for not only your example as you were here, um, but your teaching in John 15. Uh, We need to learn to abide, Lord, because we are prone to uh, just want to kind of coast in our own abilities Mm. and to rely on our resources and just kind of tip the hat to you once in a while and uh, (laughs) maybe really bring in 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 the midst of a crisis, but otherwise we got it. And uh, that's not kingdom activity, Lord. That's not cycle of grace and will not be kingdom fruitfulness. So teach us to abide. Uh, May we live believing that apart from you we can do nothing Mm -hmm. and evaluate life accordingly. Lord, um, the message that you've got for us uh, coming up, uh, Lord, I pray in advance that there will be hearts uh, that you will have prepared to hear it and, and to respond in obedience. Lord, you, you just do your work this week to make that so. Thanks, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, brother, we've got uh, one more podcast after this one, and that'll be after next week's message. I'm looking forward to it, as I always do, um, to spend time with you, to hit those finer points, to to bring some clarity even on, on times and topics of what's going on in our lives so thanks again for being here with us jackie i appreciate your your presence in our in the room here today and uh thanks for being along with us god is good he truly is and um he's continuing to do a great work that he's started in all of us he's promised to continue that going forward well until later we're just gonna go ahead and sign off now thanks for being with us and joining us And uh, catch us again next time. Bye-bye.